0: You can put up that picture Meji. This picture here is actually from the garden tomb in Jerusalem. And I, I took this uh, two months ago while there. And I had an opportunity to actually kind of go back late in the day. And there was nobody there. It was such a beautiful place to be. Now, this is probably not the actual tomb that Jesus rose from. That was probably the Church of the Holy Sepulcher. But this is a good example of what a first century tomb, what the first century tomb would have looked like. And uh, this is going to be important because here's a picture of a stone. Uh, When we read about the stone being rolled away, it would have looked something like this, this big round stone. And uh, when you go back into the picture of the tomb, that stone is actually about half the size of that door. That's because that door has been expanded over time to allow... Uh, people to walk in and walk out, but it would have been probably about half that size of an opening. And if you look by those where the little steps are into the tomb, there's a trough. No, go back. Uh, There's a trough there uh, that the steps are covering, and that's where the stone would have been rolled into. Now, on this picture, you can't really see it, but up on the left corner of the tomb, there was a, a nail driven in from the first century that would have been a seal to the tomb. And so that's kind of I want to just kind of give you that picture as we get into this. Now, these first century tombs, the way they would have been created was they had shelves to lay bodies on. So as family members passed, they would they would wrap the family member in cloths, grave clothes. They were linen linen cloths are very expensive and they would they would put these spices on the cloths that would help with odor but also uh, cause that decomposition of the body. And then usually about a year later, uh, after they had gone a couple times and done these spices, they, a year later they would go back, collect the bones, and the bones would go into a box called an ossuary box. It's like a stone box. And then they would shelve it in the tomb, the family tomb, uh, and they would put that off to the side. That's, that's dad, that's mom, that's you know whatever name. And they would just set those boxes aside, and the tombs would kept being used. And of course... In the scriptures, we learn that the tomb that Jesus was put into was a new tomb that was carved out of stone, and it was near the place where he was crucified, and it, there was a garden there, and there, that's where the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea was located, and that was the tomb that he was put into. Now, some people say that, that, that uh, the disciples and the women went to the wrong tomb the next day, now that's not possible because what I've seen is there's signs pointing right to where the tomb is, and there's the sign. See, it says tomb, so you know exactly where to go. And uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's today, but but in all seriousness, the tomb of Jesus was no secret to the women or the disciples. In fact, we learn in the Gospel of Luke that. As Joseph of Arimathea went and asked Pilate for the body of Jesus, and it was given to him. And one of the reasons why he asked for that body so quickly is it was the day of preparation. And that means it's the day before the Sabbath. you got to get everything done you need to before the sundown on, on, on Friday night because the Sabbath is starting and you can't do any work. And I've been in Israel, when the Sabbath comes, 3 o'clock, things get weird because we're not used to that in the culture. There, it's normal. But all of a sudden, you have all this traffic and everybody going and stuff. And then, uh, then about, about five o'clock on the Sabbath, all the metal doors drop down. Everything is closed. It becomes this ghost town because it's the Sabbath. So Friday was the day of preparation. Jesus was, was brought down from the cross on the day of preparation. He was given over to Joseph of Arimathea. The women, Mary Magdalene, uh, Mary, the mother of James, Joanna, and some other women who had followed him from Galilee, they, they went and saw the place where he was laid. They followed Joseph of Arimathea. They saw how he was wrapped. They went home to prepare spices, but then they had to rest for the following day was the Sabbath. Now, we've been learning the story of the crucifixion here uh, over the last uh, few weeks and tonight we're going to finish the story in the Gospel of Luke. And I see we have a lot of new faces, and so I just want to introduce what I'm going to be doing tonight. Tonight we're going to have an interactive Bible study. And this is the way we teach the Bible through our oral Bible schools throughout the world. It's a way of learning the Bible inductively, studying it inductively, and really committing it to memory. And so that's what we're going to be doing tonight. And uh, you're going to be participating with us as we learn this story of the resurrection. Lord willing, after we're done, you're gonna know 90% accurate this story. And you're gonna be able to do what the women did that Sunday morning. And so we'll get into that in just a minute. But with all those things shared with you, that's my introduction. Let's go ahead and pray, and we will get into the story from God's word. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time together, and we thank you that we are here this morning because you have indeed risen from the dead. And Lord, you have indeed conquered death. And Lord, we have a hope in the resurrection. We have a hope in eternal life because of what you have done for us. We thank you, dear Jesus. We thank you for the love that you've, you've shown us. We thank you for the salvation that you've granted to us. And now, Lord, we pray as we open up your word that you might teach us and instruct us Help us to have understanding that we might better be uh, a representative of you, that we might better know you, that we might better reflect you and look more like you. We thank you and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, here's our story from God's Word. Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and the other women <clears throat> went to the uh, went to the tomb taking the spices that they had prepared but when they came to the tomb the stone was rolled away and when they went in they did not find the body of the lord jesus While they were confused about this, behold, two men in shining garments stood with them, and as they were afraid, and the women fell to their, terrified to the ground with their faces. The men said, "Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here." He is risen. Do you remember what he told you while still in Galilee? That the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and crucified and on the third day rise. And the women remembered the words of Jesus. And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to the rest. Now, it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the, the other women. Now, as they told these things to the apostles their words seemed as idle tales. And they did not believe the women. But Peter rose up and ran to the tomb, stooped and looked in and saw the linen cloths by themselves. And returning home, he marveled and what had happened? That's our story from God's word. Did you like that story? I wonder if I could ask for a volunteer and I will get you started to tell back what you can remember of the story. Wow, we got a quick volunteer. Now, hold on though. We're going to have to do something here. We're going to have to do a little mic here. We're going we're to try to use a mic for the up front people. Because nobody can hear them in the back. Now, let me get you started here uh, as you tell back the story. Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and the other women who were with them went to the tomb. Um, They went to the tomb,
1: and uh, um, Mary Magdalene, um, Jesus' mother Mary, and the Mary... Mother of James, Mary, the Mother of James, went to the tomb to um, put spices on Jesus, uh, like to get rid of the odors, and uh, yeah. And so they went into the tomb, and they didn't see his. They found the tomb, stu- um, the stone rolled away, and when they went in, they saw that the body of Jesus was gone, and they saw the linen. And then they saw two men um, with white garments, (coughs) with white garments, and they fell to their faces um, in fear. And um, the angel said, do not be afraid. Um, The angel said, do not be afraid, for he has risen just as he said. Don't, don't you not remember that Jesus said that he would be risen? He would rise on the third day from the dead, and they ran to go tell the disciples, um, what had happened. And uh, Peter and James I that was that one to the tomb.
0: Well, you're confusing other other gospels. Good job. <laughs> Peter
1: and James, I think, went to the tomb, and they um. Saw the linen cloths broke um, by themselves, um, laying there, and they, and
0: then they marveled at the fact. Wow! That he had wow! Good job! Yeah, you did. You did. You remembered. You remembered so many details. You remembered the spices. You remember the women falling down on their faces to the ground. Uh, you remembered the the two men. Uh, you remembered that uh, the the linen cloths. You remembered a lot, so really good job. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it one more time with your help. That way we can get it one more time accurately, and uh, we can start discussing this story. So uh, the story starts out with now on the very first day of the week. Very, anybody remember what? Early in the morning, they and and. Who else? Uh, And the other women, they and the other women who were with them went to the tomb. And they were taking something with them. Anybody remember? Taking the spices that they had prepared with them. But the stone had been rolled away. And when they went into the tomb, they found the body of Jesus. No? No? Nothing. What's that? Nothing. No, but when they went into the tomb, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And while they were confused, anybody remember what happened next? Yeah, while they were confused, behold, two men in shining clothes stood with them. And as they were afraid, and as, as the women were afraid, and fell with their faces to the, the ground, the men said, "Anybody remember what they said?" Okay, we got a couple of things. Yeah, good job. Why do you look for the living among the dead? And then they said, "He is." Yeah, he is not here. He is. Risen. That's right. Uh, do you remember what he told you while he was where? In Galilee. That the Son of Man must be handed over or delivered into the hands of who? Sinful men. And be what? Crucified. And on the third day do what? Rise. Yeah, good job, everyone. Um, Well, we're not done yet. Clapping a little early. (laughs) And and rise on the third day. The women remembered whose words? Yeah, the the women remembered the words of Jesus and returning from the tomb, who did they tell it to? They, They told all these things to the... Eleven, and who else? And the rest. Okay, we we don't, it just says the rest. Now, it was, anybody remember the names? It was Mary of, Mary Magdalene and Joanna. Good job. job. Joanna and Mary, the mother of who? James. James. And who else? And the other women who were with them. okay. Uh, When they told these things to the apostles, how did the apostles receive them? They seemed as idle tales, and they did not believe who? The women. They did not believe. I know, lots of jokes there. And they did not believe the women. And that's the end of our story, right? Oh, what happened next? Anybody remember? Yeah, but Simon Peter rose up and he did what? He ran to the, to, to the tomb and then he did what? Stooping, he looked in and he saw something. He saw the linen cloths, you said it, by themselves. And returning home, anybody remember what he did? He marveled at these things. Wow. Good job, everyone. You, now we can start talking about this story. This is a wonderful story, and, a, and there's a lot to learn here tonight as we get into this story. You know, I wonder what it might have been like for those women that morning. What do you think it might have been like for them that morning? Upsetting. Upsetting? What did you say? Exciting. Exciting. Upsetting and exciting. What do you say, exciting? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gosh. Uh, exciting. Full of hope.
0: Full of hope. I what you said, so it was a good thing. Okay. okay. And you said upsetting. Why did you say upsetting? So at the beginning of the story, it'd be upsetting because they they went to do this task and Jesus is missing. But uh, in the middle of the story, it's exciting because they remembered the words. Oh yeah, that's real, there's a lot. Anybody else? What might have been like? Yeah. Surprising. Surprising. Yeah, I think it would be a surprise, right? Weird. Weird. Okay. Why weird?
1: Because it rarely happens. So. Okay. <laughs> Never
0: yeah, maybe that's why they were confused or bewildered. Yeah, and why, 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 why surprising?
1: What do you mean? Yeah. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Um, like
1: maybe all the feelings that you could have ever had because it was a moment of like sadness because they're expecting the body moment of happiness, a moment of like—it was just a moment of
0: everything. My- <laughs> a moment of all feelings and emotions coalescing, at, coalescing at once. It. Yeah. What
3: do you mean?
0: Okay. So it's one thing to, to hear or know about it, but it's another thing to actually experience it and have it be real. Yeah, that's good. Seriously, in
4: that culture, the women were just, they weren't really processes. They had no rights to vote. They had Their word meant nothing. And yet they came across looking for the, the body, and he was gone, but the angels appeared to them. And he said, like, why are you looking for the living among the dead? They're so like, I mean, it had to be a shock to have that kind of interface with the man's
0: and by the way, I'm going to repeat a little bit what people say so that those in the back can hear. Um, so I'm going to paraphrase. So if I don't quite get it right, you can correct me. But but what he was saying was that the, the women, it's, it's pretty interesting that the women were chosen to be the, the first ones to experience this and see this because of their status in the society, in the first century society. Yeah, well, let's get into the story a little bit deeper because I think we have a lot to learn here in the story. So let me just tell you the first part of the story one more time, and then we can start discussing it. Uh, in the story, it starts out with, Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and the women who were with them went to the tomb taking the spices they had prepared. But the stone had been rolled away from the, st- the tomb. And when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. I'm just going to stop there and ask some questions. From the very first part of this story, is there anything we can learn about the character of these women? What do you think? Yeah, Caleb. I get excited when someone who doesn't usually talk wants to talk.
1: That they were caring for Jesus' body, and they, like, wanted to see him again.
0: Yeah, that's really good. They were caring people. Yeah. And they wanted to see Jesus. Yeah, anybody? Oh, yeah, let's, let's yeah, have Jen share something.
3: Yeah,
0: go ahead. No, okay, you got to come I, I don't believe there's a junior Holy Spirit, so I love to hear the kids. So, yeah, go ahead. forgot okay well hold on for a minute let me ask ask you could could the women have made a different choice that morning oh, yes. could they have done something different what do you all think yeah, yeah they could have made a different choice what, what could they have done that morning they could, they could have slept in yeah they could have slept in stayed home yeah felt depressed and defeated right well what, what do you want to say I'm sorry, I didn't I hear to you. Oh, we <laughs> get They could have not done anything. Yeah, they could have not done anything, yeah. So knowing what they did do, that they, they rose really early in the morning and they brought these spices that they had prepared on the day of preparation, can we learn anything more about their character? From what they did. Yeah. But their, their love and adoration
1: for the Lord. What do you mean?
0: Yeah, they were faithful. That's, really, that's a really wonderful thing. So, so they, they had love and adoration and showed faithfulness and devotion. Yeah, that is absolutely true about these women. <laughs> Anything else we learned from the first part of the, about, of the story about these women?
1: They're dedicated.
0: They're dedicated? Yeah. Who are they dedicated to? To Jesus, to Jesus yeah. Yeah. What's that? They were, prepared. they were prepared. Tell me more about that. That
3: observation.
0: Okay, they were prepared and they had things ready to go. They were diligent. They were diligent. Yeah. What did you want to say? Uh, they were
1: willing to do that and to possibly like be killed. Because they were followers of Jesus and they had been going with him, like how the disciples had, and the disciples went into hiding and they were willing to risk their lives to go do something.
0: So they weren't afraid to, to be associated with Jesus. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, back there. Yes, yeah, Stephen. Just like the disciples, even though
4: Jesus had said, said many times that he was going to rise really didn't know what that meant because
0: they thought he was still dead. that's a great observation they they were faithful we, we've seen these things about their character but they also didn't really expect him to be risen from the dead did they yeah that's a, that's a very good observation from from the first part of the story well in, in the story it says that that uh, when they arrived at to the tomb they 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 did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And then it goes on to say, While they were confused, behold, two men in shining garments stood with them. And as they were afraid, fell with the women, as they were afraid, fell with their faces to the ground. And the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. I think they were surprised. Yeah? Yeah? They came to grieve, and they were confused because how can they grieve if he's not there? Yeah, that's absolutely. And it would cause a lot of confusion. Yeah. Anything else we can learn about the women? What, what did they do when when these the two men in shining clothes appeared with stood with them? Is there a big-
2: they
5: fell
0: to the ground she just paralyzed yeah yeah they 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 fell to the ground with their faces then they remembered what Jesus said okay yeah we'll we'll get to that in just a minute uh but but what anything we know about these men these two men they were angels maybe why do you think they were angels because they were uh interesting shape yeah they were dressed in a certain clothes or else would they called they just appear they just appeared they 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 appeared out of nowhere right but someone Someone would have recognized like, oh, hey, what, what are you doing here, Bert, you know? Why else would the women fall down to the ground afraid, right? There was something different about these two men. That's important to, to think about. And then what else? The, the shining clothes? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, that's actually one of the translations. I think the King James uses the word dazzling or ESV. Yeah, dazzling. Yeah.
3: The reaction of falling
4: down or being unable to breathe or speak or do anything is common throughout the scripture when people
0: meet angels. Yeah, their reaction was common when people throughout scriptures meet angels. Yeah. Were they uh, nights and they
1: were kind of shocked that there
0: was an angel there? Sorry, say that one more time. (laughs) Yeah, in Matthew's gospel, he records that there were there were soldiers guarding the tomb, and when the angels came, they fell like dead men. Yeah, yeah that, that that is true in Matthew's gospel, yeah. Yeah, Julie. So often when we're in the presence of the Holy Spirit, there's kind of a feeling that
2: goes with it, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. So once she's you realized she's kind of in the presence of holy, like holy beings, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. Spiritual beings.
0: There's just like a change in the atmosphere, and you know, like a reverence. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely seems like there was definitely a atmosphere change that they responded to in terror or fear. Now, now it says that they spoke to the women. Well, the they didn't say get up. They they said what to the women? Anybody remember what they said? Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here, he is risen. <coughs> Anybody have thoughts about their what they said to the women? Right out of the right off right out of the first words they said to the women. What do you think about that? It should
4: have been expected. Like the angels thought you should be expecting them to be risen. He told you. So many times.
0: Yeah, there was an expectation there on the angels part that they should know this. Okay. That's interesting. But do you think that the angel said it in a scolding way? Why do you think that? Could could they have said something different to the women? What could they have said? Like, I've told you this before, you this. Yeah, you should know this. You've been told before. You know, anybody ever been spoken to that way? I've told you before. Why don't you know this? Hey. Right? Yeah, we've all been there. They could have said that, but they didn't say that. Instead, what did they say? Why do you look for the living among the dead? What were the women there to, to, to find? Who were they looking for? They were looking for what? A dead body. Yeah, were you going to say the same? Yeah, they were looking for the dead. So do you think the angels were helping them understand something?
2: Yes.
0: I know these sound like really simple questions, but sometimes we run past the simple truths and we miss out on them. And that's why I want to ask the simple things. Yeah. Yeah, their expectation was definitely for a dead person, not for a living person. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah.
4: I would say I think that they probably brought back the teachings of Jesus because he asked questions of people to kind of teach them things, and it's like the angels were doing the exact same teaching method. Like, why do this?
0: I had not thought about that before. He he was saying that it may have brought back the teachings of Jesus and how he would ask a question to help someone understand a truth. Uh, that's actually a really good observation. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? That's a, that's a great question. Uh, because where, if, if you were looking for the living, where is the last place you would go <laughs> to a graveyard, right? You wouldn't go to a tomb. Man, I want to find out where all the action's at. Here, I'm going to go over to the the, the cemetery, right? Or the tomb. You wouldn't go there. So, So that's interesting that the angels were actually helping them learn something. Yeah. And then they make a statement, don't they? He is what? He is not here. He is risen. But then the angels say something. Do you remember, anybody remember what he said? Do you remember what he told you while he was still in Galilee? Galilee, That the Son of Man must be, anybody remember? Delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. What were the angels helping the women do? Remember, Start the what's that? Start the gospel. Start the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. Remember the prophecies. Yeah, uh, strengthening their faith. Yeah. I just thought about something as you said that. You know, sometimes we think that God has a standard that we don't meet and oftentimes god is bringing us slowly with him yeah that's a i'm sorry i jumped an application cuz you made me think about that that was, that was really good i like that i'm going to remember that <laughs> so but yeah he was strengthening their faith and how were they strengthening their oh sorry go ahead yeah they they were snapping them out of kind of the mourning the grief and helping them see what they were to do yeah uh yeah Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's a good observation. Uh, what, what, how were the angels helping them understand this truth by what they said? They said, do you remember? Yeah, taking them to Jesus. Do you remember what he told you while, where? Still in Galilee. And what did Jesus tell them? The Son of Man must be delivered into who? Into the hands of sinful men. He must be crucified and on the third day rise. So how were they helping the women understand this truth? Answering the questions they asked. The women asked, like, well, where is he? Or what happened to him? Okay. Okay. said. Okay, by by answering, do you remember what he said? And some, what were you going to say back there? They were showing that Christ's
4: words are reliable, credible. Whenever he said them, they're God, they the word of God, and they will come back.
0: Christ's words are reliable and credible, and if he spoke them, they will come to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, based on they have a
2: relationship.
0: They just need to be reminded. They, had they did know. Yeah, they did know. They just need to be reminded. And then, I think someone, yeah. like
2: Re- reminding
5: them
0: of what Lord Jesus told. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I feel like they're
5: also walking them uh, through the steps as well. They had to be reminded. It's kind of like, in my sight, a nice reprimand as well. It's like, they're being taught, kind of recommended, like, hey, okay, you were told this before. Or, you know, you should be here morning You should be out kind of spreading this good news because this is something you should have done. Yeah. But also walking through the steps. Okay, this happened. You saw him be crucified. So now you should know that he is already visited.
0: What, what's another word for a nice reprimand? <laughs> I got it. Encouragement. <laughs> the angels
4: didn't expect anyone to show up to the grave.
0: The angels may, may not have expected? They have expected anyone to come to an empty tomb. And so
4: they, were, they may have been taken by surprise. And that's the first thing that came out of their mouth. was well, Why are
0: Well, let me ask you this. In the story, that, that's a good observation, but we want to make sure we anchor it in the story. In the story, uh, w- did the women surprise the angels? It was vice versa. What, what the story said? What?
2: Well, they were confused.
0: They were confused, and, and the angels appeared. Yeah, th- that's a really good observation, uh, but we want to make sure we anchor it in the story. I would
3: say it like this: um, the angels were trying to make, uh, help them make sense of the situation, because when Jesus was telling them in Galilee that he must first be delivered from evil men, they didn't understand it. I believe he said, you don't understand this now, but you will later. Mm. And this is the explanation, because they didn't want him to be...
0: They were helping them put all the puzzle pieces all together, together or, or all the pieces, yeah. yeah.
2: There's something else I totally see in this part of the story, though, how gracious Jesus is. Like, he didn't have to send those angels to remind them, he could have just sent them to find an empty tomb, yet he huh. sent angels to gently remind them, like, hey... Remind, like, remind them of what I said. Like, encourage them. Like, he it's totally just. You see, like his kindness and graciousness. Still,
0: how how gracious God is, and the fact that He would send these angels to remind them. Uh, I think, Rabbi, you had your hand up.
3: The question is, how did the angels help them? Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Realize yeah.
3: What's going on. Yeah. Well, it comes down to revelation all the time. I mean, read the Word of God. And okay. we go
0: on. Okay. Have
3: that revelation from God. The Holy Spirit can fill us. And because the Holy Spirit, when you say help, I think of comfort, comfort.
0: helper. Yeah. So when they're there
3: confused, that's what the comfort of us. Okay. And that comfort makes make us realize who Christ is. Because all of this is the bottom line. It's all about Christ. So to help them, they just need <coughs> messengers, angels what Christ is about. reminding them of what
0: he said, and then they were able to go on. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Julie. And they have a
2: different relationship. So how angelic beings, angels, how their relationship with Jesus is different than ours. So they, the woman did know where we are in the story, like here, where we are on the planet, and the women have to survive.
0: because of that separation, there was like, yeah. three days. But I wish never I wish I could comment on that, but that's above my pay grade spiritually. <laughs> oh, <okay>. so, <laughs> did, the
2: the key, did the angels not know the plan? I, I would,
0: no, I'm not saying they didn't know the plan. I'm you know, just saying that when we talk about separation, okay. and I, I, no, I, mean, I, I I hear what you're saying, but I can't comment. So, but
2: Okay, so they, okay, yeah. it's a deeper thought but I, I just think that the women we're flesh, we're down from flesh mm-hmm. the
0: angels are in right a different realm yeah they are, absolutely that's and that's why they can appear out of nowhere exactly, so. they can be right where they need to be and say what they need to say yeah. Yeah. okay, I'm gonna, after you talk I'm going to go on to the next part the
4: story to the actual words that the, the, the men used um,
2: I think the vivid fact that he's saying that it's in Galilee so they in their mind Oh. And
1: remember
2: more, because if you just tell somebody, "Hey, remember this happened before," and you don't, you're not specific. I think being specific and saying Galilee brought them right to the point. Wow. Where they were with him. Oh, we do remember those words at that place.
0: So. Yeah, that's actually I never thought about that. That almost by referencing back to Galilee, there was an anchor point in their memory. Yeah, that's a, that's a really wonderful observation. Well, in, in the story, it says that the women. Uh, it says, uh, they remembered the words of Jesus and returned. And what did they do? Remember? remember? And, and, and uh, sorry, and returning from the tomb, they told all these things to who? The eleven and to the rest. Now, it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening back here. I think it might be me. I don't know. Oh, it's your guys' mic. oh, it was you. Uh, it was coming through the monitors. Um, and and, uh, and and the sorry, I lost my track here. Um, so it was Mary, the mother uh, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women, who told the apostles these things but their words seemed as idle tales to them and they did not believe the women what what did the women do when they remembered the words of Jesus they immediately went to tell the disciples they immediately went to tell the disciples yeah could they have done something different they, yeah they could have questioned it but they
5: didn't they immediately accepted it yeah he's
0: yeah, they could have said, what? what? No, well, show us something. I want to see a sign or whatever. But they immediately received it and went and did it. Oh. Can those women teach us anything about what it means to have faith? Yes. What, what do you mean? They
4: didn't see with their eyes.
0: Okay, they, they didn't see with their eyes, but they absolutely believed because Jesus told them and they were reminded of those, those things by the angels. Yeah. Anything they else that these. Angels. What's that? They saw angels. They saw angels. Yeah. And, and, but they responded, right, to the angels? Yeah.
3: Would you consider the women one of the 500 that were witnesses?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Okay. So uh, they they immediately they returning from the tomb they told the eleven and the rest all the things that happened. Uh, we we see in the story that how did the apostles receive them? They didn't. They, did. yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, they didn't. <laughs> it's like they
4: believed you know what the rabbis were teaching back then. And it was that they didn't know the separate service. They were expecting a, a messiah to come and just rule and all of a sudden they were in front of like he's dead, Yeah he's, he's let us down. He's not he wasn't who we, we thought he was and they it's like they just didn't remember his words about rising. Yeah. Just
0: sad. Yeah they, they didn't they didn't remember all these things. Well uh, I wonder do we ever struggle with faith when things don't go as we plan? Does that ever happen to us today?
3: What,
0: what does that look like today?
2: Making plans on our own, like trying to push things to happen instead of, like in our time, like I want this to happen, it needs to happen now, instead of just sitting and waiting for the Lord to move, like trying to just push forward.
0: Instead of waiting on the Lord, pushing forward because you want it to happen, okay, why is it happening to me? Yeah, God's not hearing me. God's not hearing me. Yeah, sometimes we actually accuse God, don't we? Yeah. That's a good yeah.
3: We get frustrated. Doesn't
0: answer we time get time. frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, just out of curiosity, when things don't go our way, th- th- does that mean that God is not alive anymore? That he's back in that tomb? I wonder, is there anything in this story that could help us in the future when things don't go our way, that it might help us have faith?
3: Anything in this particular story? Yeah,
0: in this particular story. In this particular just story. Just because
5: we don't see something doesn't mean that there's not.
2: things are not in the works.
0: Okay, just because we don't see things, it doesn't mean that things aren't in the works. Yeah, yeah.
2: Which is the point I was making. Okay. <laughs> God had to turn, turn his face from Christ. Christ had to endure that. Everyone had a different perspective from which they were experiencing this event. Mm-hmm. Christ was the only one who felt it the way he felt it. God was the only one who felt it as a father. Then Jesus' mother felt it as a mother. Yeah. But angels... I don't know what they felt, but it couldn't have been that because they're not the father; they weren't his mother. They're the heavenly beings. Yeah. And then the people, yeah. Three days later, you're like, somebody—they probably remember he said he should arise. But yet, one day, two days, three days—that's a long time to be in despair. You know?
0: Yeah, and absolutely.
2: Forget, but it's like it kind of despair kind of sucks you in and makes you nothing straight.
0: When things are bad, an hour can feel like an eternity, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I will say this, Julie, that the. Bible tells us that the angels long to look into these things, so they're curious about these things.
5: Yeah, I'll come back. In terms of applying to to our lives, I just think um, taking the whole story in general. You know, the apostles didn't want Jesus to die, and, and a couple times Jesus was was upset. You know, and I think it was to Simon Peter. He said, "You know, step away from me," in you know, these things have to happen and it wasn't what they wanted at the time and it didn't seem like a good outcome. How could death seem like a good outcome, Mm -hmm. right? But at the end of the day, it all works together for our good Um, and that can apply to our lives And knowing that some things have to happen and they may not always seem great and they may not be great and they might bring grief at first. But as long as we, you know, get through that moment and look towards the future, and know that God's like, plans are always good and the outcome
0: will have been worth the suffering of them. Thank you. Did you all hear that in the back? That was, that, that was a lot to... <laughs> I can't repeat all that. Uh, if you have a long thing to say, make sure to stand up and say hello. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. I got to hear it. It was wonderful. But I, but I, <laughs> I don't know if I can recap. Yeah, all the way in the back there.
1: Um, Jesus spoke the truth.
0: Jesus spoke the truth. The bottom, line, the bottom line, yeah. That in his parable, the disciples and Paul spoke of them in most of the gospels,
5: mm. and
3: Jesus spoke the truth.
0: Jesus spoke the truth, yeah.
5: And the truth
0: led
3: them to their faith.
0: Mm-hmm. They found it again. Yeah, that's good, Rabbi. Did, did you still want to? Say?
3: Yeah, I couldn't quite hear what you were saying, um, but the question is, how does this situation help us in times of trouble, confusion, yeah. depression, whatever, whatever it may be? Well, I mean His word, we have to always remember his promises. I mean, he had said in Galilee what he had said. He's dead, he's doing his thing, and he's great. They step upon it, and they don't see him. How many times in our lives that we don't see him in our lives, we should always remember his promise. His promise will always be true.
0: All right. So
3: no matter how our future looks, no matter what our past was, and no matter where we're standing now, is really relevant. Who's reportedly going to believe? It's his promise all the time in our lives, every day. And in actuality, our depression or our lack of faith, as he said, he is still faithful to the faithless. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Yeah. So no matter
3: how we feel, no matter what we see, no matter what we're going through, is really irrelevant. As long as we stick to his promises. He promised he will be raised again. And he promised that he will have us live with him. Just keep that promise no matter what we go through. No matter how much we want what we want. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's a great takeaway today is that it's God's word that is true and faithful. And that, God, that God's word can really help us and remind us when things aren't going our way. That that this is truth, and he will do what he said. Well, our our story is found in Luke chapter twenty four, and you just learned verses one through twelve. Uh, and so, I would encourage you to keep. Ta- we don't have time to keep talking about the story. There's so much more there, but we're gonna we're gonna end it tonight here at uh, where we're at. But I do encourage you in the future when you think about a time when something is not going as you planned. Remember these women coming to the tomb, and how God sent angels to remind them of his word, that they might have faith during that time. So with that said, I'm going to pray, because Jason told me to, so, so let's, let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this time, and we thank you for your word, and God, so much we can learn from these faithful women who needed to be encouraged by your word. Lord, we want to be faithful people too. And Lord, we want to know your word. So we thank you, dear God, for the resurrection. We thank you, Lord, that you are able when no one is able. Lord, that you can raise from the dead even when no one else can and it seems impossible. God, you are the God of the impossible. So we put our trust in you. We thank you for your goodness toward us. And we thank you, Lord, that you're gentle with us and encouraging toward us. Lord, forgive us of our sin. Forgive us for our pride. Lord, forgive us for the times that we've questioned your goodness because things haven't gone our way. Lord, you are good. And we just pray that you might show your mercy to each and everyone in this room. We thank you, Lord for the hope of the resurrection. And we thank you for your wonderful word. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to thank Megan for being my accuracy checker tonight. So thanks for making sure. Hey, I want to make sure I'm accurate with the word of God. And then um, I want to, you weren't actually scheduled for tonight, were you? Yeah, I want to, Katie got sick. She was supposed to be singing and I appreciate you coming last minute. To fill in tonight. Really thank you for that. We appreciate that. And uh, if you liked learning the Bible that way, on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m., we have a Sunday school class called The Ministry That Multiplies. It teaches you how to do this, and every week they have a different story, and it'll teach you how to learn this way. Also, we're going to have an upcoming workshop coming up early summer. and It'll be in the evenings for a full week, so you can learn how to do this as well. And uh, we invite you to do that. Otherwise, you can go on to simplythestory.org and find out about upcoming workshops that are going on throughout the world. Uh, with that said, we invite you to dinner. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious toward you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.